the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome, Hour 2, Backbone Radio. Matt Dunn here. Blake's back there, behind the glass. On this October 8th, 2023, sitting around. It's still, like, in the 70-some degrees. Oh, glory. The glory weather of September, October. Did take the kids by a little pumpkin patch the other day and played with the chickens they had there. They make honey at this particular place. We bought some locally grown honey that they actually put right in the glass jar for us out of a big vat of it that they had they had constructed. And it's just that kind of season. Kids already were planning our Halloween costume. And I won't I won't divulge what we're gonna be, you know. Maybe I should. Well it's I think it's gonna be Vikings this year. Yeah. Vikings. So that's uh they don't they might not even need to dress up for that. That's kind of where they are already, those little people. But I thought I would mention something about blue city borders, blue city wide open borders. And you have any thoughts, 303-696-1971. But you have been noticing, have you not? I know I have, that, boy, these leftist progressive blue cities and blue states are really starting to whine about all the illegal aliens, immigrants showing up in their localities. And they don't know what to do with them, and it's costing them a lot of money. And you're seeing belly aching right here in Denver from Mayor Johnston. Good leftist, right? And you're seeing belly aching from the governor of Illinois, Pritzker. And you're seeing belly aching from the mayor of New York City, Mr. Adams, Eric Adams. And they're they're just uh they're not doing well with this stuff. You of course remember what happened in Martha's Vineyard a while back, over there at the vineyard when DeSantis sent some folks up there, and that didn't work out well for the progressive left. But borders are in a bit more focus right now based on the invasion of Israel. Went right through their border, very sophisticated, very secure border, and a surprise attack, and seen some data that says maybe 700 Israelis are dead in this attack already, and that's just... That's just astronomical. That's this is going to be crazy, folks. What happens next when Israel defends itself? Get ready. It's going to dominate all the headlines. And like I said, I'm still working on trying to understand what is going on there. So I won't go too deep into that. And you're going to get it everywhere else right now. My only advice is watch out for the propaganda coming and swirling on all sides of all of this. And it's going to be it's going to be wild. And I've been saying that, yeah, the world needs Trump now more than ever as the United States faces another Middle Eastern war under Biden's watch, the Ukraine disaster under Biden's watch, our terrible, bad, no-good economy, 
our woke, woke politics, and also the wide open borders that we have that looks like a, a security threat. I mean, through the prism of what just happened in Israel, it was like a security threat. And we'll play a little audio on this, how many potential or actual terrorists have been coming into this country of the 7.5 million illegal immigrants that have come into this country since Biden took over. Biden inherited the most secure border that we've basically ever had, thanks to, yes, Donald Trump. And boy, he threw it wide open. And they always say, oh, it's not wide open. That's not happening. But it is, of course, and everybody knows it. And it's, you know, it's not good for the country. It's destroying the place, frankly. We all feel it. We all know it. But right here in Denver, um, you're seeing a few stories on it this week. But Mayor Johnston, Mayor Mike Johnston, Democrat, card-carrying blue city mayor, was saying this quote, and he said this to Nine News, quote, We have had a significant influx of migrants, mostly due to Governor Abbott in Texas, who has been chartering buses full of buses. That's what it says in my quote here. Buses full of buses. <laughs> buses full of migrants to arrive in the city and county of Denver. And Johnston goes on to say that these people who are coming here did not want to come to Denver, and they were not planning on coming to Denver, but that darn Republican governor of Texas is sending them to Denver. And so the blame from Democrat Mayor Johnston is upon the governor of Texas, who happens to be a Republican and not much of one, by the way. He's part of the Bush Establishment Club down there and done shows on that guy. Ken Paxton, the AG, is the cool one down there in Texas. So why can't Johnston blame Biden? Why can't Johnston blame Joe Biden for the wide open borders policy? Why is that so hard? Why can't the people that voted for Biden actually um, say, ooh, that was stupid. We didn't actually want the wide open border. But Biden gave it, and we sat around here, you want a wide-open border, vote for Biden, and then they, he did it. And now they're all upset. You see how this works. And you see how, you know, it's just dumb. These people are just not bright, of course. And, you know, maybe they know, but maybe they're just not being honest. But what if we listen to just a little something or two here, and I've got some, some of the security stuff with Tom Homan, who used to be the acting ICE director under Trump, who says, hey, terrorists are coming through. But listen to uh, Governor Pritzker of Illinois, another leftist blue state governor worried about the upcoming DNC National Convention in Chicago next year. And are they going to have migrant problems there? And it's bad in Chicago right now. And is this when they install Newsom or they install Michelle Obama? Well, let's hear Governor Pritzker complain, moan, whine about Biden's policies. The Democratic conventions in Chicago next year. Are you confident that your city and your state are going to have a better grasp on it by this time? I am confident that we can handle it. But again, it will require help from the federal government and Someone needs to work in Texas with these border politicians to have them stop sending people only to blue cities and blue states. And the president of the United States and the White House has the ability to help disperse folks across the country. That will help a lot. Oh, more blame for Texas. Yeah. 
So Joe Biden throws the wide open border, has the wide open border policy, and they want to blame the governor of Texas. <laughs> oh, do you ever get tired of it? I, I think Illinois, they should send another million up there, as good old cat turd is always saying up on uh, on Twitter. By the way, in Chicago, residents, good leftist residents of Chicago, they're not happy with how the migrant situation is being handled. And, you know, like sometimes that things go gradually and then all of a sudden they sort of open their eyes. You work for us, they say, complaining to their government officials. Progressive people not relishing the migrant problem they're having. Hmm. Well, well. Belated enlightenment, shall we say? Let's go over to New York City. Mayor Eric Adams, another blue city mayor, progressive, leftist, all the right liberal views, Wanted Biden, right? Wanted the wide open border, right? And now he's he's all complaining. We can't have a rule that one can come from anywhere on the globe and come to New York City and remain in New York City as long as they want and taxpayers must pick up the cost. This is a $5 billion price tag uh, this fiscal year, $12 billion over three years. That money is coming from somewhere. It's mm-hmm. unfair to the migrant seekers and asylum seekers, and it's also unfair to everyday taxpayers, New York New Yorkers. Yeah, it's unfair. Joe Biden's policy. We voted for Joe Biden. We helped rig it to get him in there. And now it's all unfair because it's like bad for New York City. It's bad for Chicago. It's bad for Denver, say the leftists. What do you make of all this, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, what? Want to blame Texas? Give me a break. I would just say it's uh, pretty pathetic, not unexpected. But again, the American people agree they do not want the wide open border. Another great night in the life of a fool, sings Paul Birch, rockabilly dude. Yeah, there's fools running the place right now. And you just wonder if America can survive it all. Gradually, slowly, and then suddenly, there's that great line in Ernest Hemingway's novel, The Sun Also Rises, in which uh, I think Jake... The character asked another character, so how, how was it that you went bankrupt? <laughs> and the character responds, two ways. First, gradually, and then suddenly. And you do wonder if that's where we're headed in this country in terms of, I don't know, societal collapse. And I don't want to throw that out there too much, but, you know, you got to worry about it. Sundance Conservative Treehouse writes this. Since Joe Biden took office, over 7.5 million illegal aliens have been encountered and released into the United States. Of that number, 5.18 million were single adult males. This is a wholesale invasion of illegal aliens on a scale never before fathomed. The people behind Joe Biden have purposefully created this crisis, and it is getting worse. Sundance adds, We are beginning to see the crime rate increase in proportion to the import of five-plus million young adult males culturally prone to violence. We are only now on the cusp of what is to come. 
there will be intense increases in the types of crimes, and specifically, young females will be the most vulnerable victims. Rapes, sexual assaults, robbery, carjacking, and home invasion will increase. Slowly at first, then all at once, like boiled milk. Think this through, ladies and gentlemen. Think this through. And you go to the terrorism angle here, and Tom Homan, former acting director of ICE, goes on Fox News. Yes, we despise Fox News, but once in a while they'll bring somebody on decently. And Tom Homan says this, terrorism coming across our border. You know, there has to be some sort of... Look, everybody said 9-11, you know, never forget. But apparently they did, because those terrorists came here and overstayed visas. Look, they've already arrested over 150 known and suspected terrorists trying to enter this country legally since Joe Biden's been in office. We got 1.2 million gotaways. This is on camera, on video, drone traffic, not a guess, 1.2 million. They've arrested people from countries that sponsor terrorism. If you don't think a single one of that 1.2 million didn't come here to do us harm as a terrorist, then you're ignoring the data. This is a huge national security issue. I personally think it's the biggest national security failure since 9-11. I don't know how many terrorists came across that border that didn't get arrested, but someday we're going to find out, and it's going to be a bad day for America. I, I hate saying that, but that's just the facts. He hates saying it, but that is the fact. It's going to be a bad day for America when we find out how many terrorists have come across our wide open border that Joe Biden engineered. And again, you want to blame Joe Biden? Do you want to blame the people that voted for Joe Biden? you want to blame the rhinos that just thought they couldn't bear to have Trump in there, that handful of fringe lunatic rhino types? Do you want to blame the people that sort of weren't really interested in looking into um, the integrity of the 2020 election? There's a lot of things you could look at there, but we all get to bear the consequences, do we not? We all do. First gradually, then suddenly. Here we are. Let's get to the phone action here, and let's start saying hello to Brian in Arvada. Welcome, Brian. Hey, we're all being played. This Abbott guy, he he could do more to stop him from coming over here to begin with, but he's he's part of the system. He's part of the club. Yeah. So they just create this little diversion. Okay, well, I'm going to send busloads to, uh, you know, Democrat states, and everybody's going to cheer him on. No, and that's why Carrie Lake didn't get elected, guys. I mean, come on, she got cheated. It's obvious. She said immediately, I'm going to, you know, call a state of emergency, shut it all down. So they couldn't have her in there. Mm-hmm. Another I mean, 2020 is, uh, election question mark, in my opinion. Well, did you? What was that other gal's name? I can't remember darn name right now. Um, the one that uh, technically, supposedly won, beat Carrie Lake. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Just some open borders, leftist, globalist America laster. You know how it goes. Well, if you ever go back on C- um, CSNBC or not CSNBC, but C-SPAN. They had a rally of her. She was literally sitting in a trailer park with like 10 people. I mean, it was stupid. Yeah. But we're supposed to believe that she won. And then all of a sudden on election day, the machines wouldn't work. Hey, just drop your ballot here. We'll turn it into another precinct. 
the thing was a joke. We're all being played for idiots. And this Abbott and half these Republicans, if not more, are in on this game. It's it's the old good cop, bad cop. You just yeah, got to see Georgia is a bad scene. Arizona is a bad scene. Pennsylvania, that one is going to be one to keep a very close eye on in 2024. But, uh, yeah, wide open borders. How do you like them, Apples, Brian? Well, especially it's, it's getting a given rough. what happened in I Israel mean, just now. Oh, yeah, they gave up that money, just like Trump said. I mean, it, it, everything is right in front of you if you just want to see it. A lot of people are afraid to see it. But but fear of seeing it isn't going to change it. You know, you have to step up at some point is what I'm thinking. Yep. And by the way, so, um, since you're here, Brian, did you know that uh, Trump says, just said in Iowa, he was in Waterloo, Iowa, and he said, hey, when I get in there again, I'm going to start up the largest deportation effort in history. Let's listen to this together real quick. And last oh, okay. month, as you know, they reported the highest number of terrorists that they've ever reported coming into our country. We're going to be paying a price. We're going to have the largest deportation operation in history, but we're going to be paying, we're going to be paying a price. Hear that? Big crowd in Waterloo, Iowa. It seems like deportation. I mean, maybe uh, could it come to that? Could that actually remember uh, Eisenhower Operation Wetback, it was called by President Eisenhower, massive deportations? I don't know. Well, that, you, that might catch he's on. He's going to have to he's going to have to win by a massive landslide, okay? Cuz they're already wanting to cheat. People that want to make it easier to cheat probably want to cheat. You know, that would be my logical conclusion. So Trump is going to have to win in such an overwhelming, you know, where they they can't hide it. Beyond the margin of fraud is the phrase. Yep. Beyond, I like that. I actually like that. Yeah, he's going to have to win beyond the margin of fraud. So, you know, it's almost like they know that we know, and they don't even care. I mean, they're just out in the open with it now because they know that they already got the elections rigged. So 2024 will tell the story. We'll see where we're at then, I guess. 2024, the question is, gulags or freedom, pick a side. By the way, had two great three Text the studio saying Katie Hobbs is the name we were trying to get. Katie Hobbs. Oh, so okay. thank you, three amazing alert listeners, keeping us on track here at Backbone Radio. But, yeah, beyond the margin of fraud. And guess what? Keep your eye on this one, Brian, RFK Jr. Maybe I'll do that in the next segment. RFK Jr. is going to run as an independent, and he's already out there saying, hey, I take more votes from Trump. Mm-hmm. And in Pennsylvania, yeah, and you know, people buy into his nonsense. But if you listen to his thing about this whole global warming BS, yep, you know, where we got to dig lithium mines, just the mining you would have to get for the batteries would destroy the planet. And not only that, then the batteries go bad. Then you got to figure out where the hell you're going to put them. You know, so people just don't think things through. We can't just all have electric cars tomorrow. It's not going to work out. Our electric <laughs> grid couldn't handle it. But if you want to drive to the candy store, your electric car works great. That's a funny quote from Trump the other day. But, yeah, RFK says, hey, the Green New Deal from Ocasio is great. Eric Church, little tune called Hell of a View. 
And I admit to being partial to Eric Church, one of those rare singer-songwriters who can actually write, in my opinion, truly poetic lyrics. There are a few out there who aren't just doing the cliché kind of stuff in any genre out there. Is pop music not as good today? Yeah. I don't th- I just don't think I don't think it is. That's just my my opinion. And I might be getting to be, you know, a little too geriatric or something, but all summer long I DJ the swim meets for all my little kids. And I couldn't find really great new pop music. I was digging. I was searching. And there wasn't, like, two summers ago, there was all kinds of good stuff. Anyway, so we're going to spare some of the new pop music for the listeners of Backbone Country. I presume by popular demand. Off to the phones in just one second. But, yeah, RFK Jr., Going to run as an independent, that's the word. I don't think he's made the formal announcement. And they're going to present this as, well, RFK was being snubbed by Biden, didn't get his Secret Service protection, and the Democrat Party was being mean to RFK. So he's going to go ahead and go independent, maybe not in all states, but in some states. And I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, it wouldn't take much to step back and say, oh, that's an op. That's an op. I believe I read somewhere, and I can't quote where, that RFK's daughter-in-law is part of the deep state, works for the agency. Hmm. Does make you wonder if RFK was some kind of a deep state safety valve to try to harm Trump's potential for 2024 to try to reduce his margin of victory from outright early victory before sunset on election day to a few key states that are not within the margin of fraud because of RFK's presence. There's a debate going on on Twitter on this, and I do come down on the side that, oh man, when I saw that, you get two anti-establishment candidates out there, and that's going to divide some of the anti-establishment vote. And RFK himself has come out and said, you know, hey, I take more from Trump than from Biden. But some people think, oh, he's going to hurt hurt Biden. But look deeper, folks. Look deeper. This this is not a good thing. Here's here's RFK himself. Yeah, but the, and then the other thing is that I take more votes from President Trump than I do from President Biden. Right. So why would that help him? Yeah, it's not helping him. Yeah. See, RFK himself says he takes more from Trump, and in a few key states, could that be enough to make it harder for MAGA to have a victory? Oh, there's always a stunt. I did not see this one coming, I have to say. But I've been doing some text-to-studio back and forth that, remember, RFK Jr., he's very anti-gun. Look at his stuff on that. He's very pro-Green New Deal kind of stuff, all right? And you go down the list of RFK over the years, and he is going to be a far left-wing type with a bit of anti-establishment thing regarding COVID, regarding vaccines, and so forth. And so watch this, by the way. The moment, the moment RFK says he's running independent, watch Biden give him Secret Service protection. That will be the clincher, folks. And just before the phones, here's one... Uh, 
Here's one, Barris, who I think is one of the best pollsters out there, Richard Barris, the People's Pundit, talking about the uh, effect of RFK going independent, talking to uh, Posobiec here, and this is where that margin of fraud phrase comes from. Listen to this real quick. ...are everything. That, I mean, the 30-plus the, the percent that told us that I will vote for RFK in the primary, or at least I support RFK for the Democratic nomination. But if he doesn't get it, I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. That was a key vote. And that's why it was smart for Trump to say nice things about him. Don't go overtly and support him, but you don't want to piss his supporters. You're basically starting to uh, to uh, cultivate a relationship with soon-to-be disaffected voters. So they have a place to land when their guy gets shafted, which is what happened. Uh, him doing this now puts him on the ballot. Maybe not all of them will stay with RFK, and they'll say, look, it's either going to be Trump or Biden, so I will go with Trump. But maybe, Jack, that falls from 33 to 15. And on and the margins, that sucks. Yeah, this is the margins and it's the margin right. of victory versus the margin of fraud, the margin of fraud, especially like Pennsylvania, where Trump has a narrow lead right now in the polls over Biden. You throw RFK in there and then maybe they can fraud their way through Pennsylvania like they did last time. You get it? You see? Oh, those crafty deep state people. RFK, man. Man, he hurts Biden if he stays Democrat, but he hurts Trump, especially in the Electoral College, if he goes independent. And just so you hear RFK say it one more time in his own words. Yeah, but the, and then the other thing is that I take more votes from President Trump than I do from President Biden. Right. So why would that help? Them? Yeah, it's not helping him. Yeah. Yeah. RFK says he takes more votes from Trump than from Biden. We're going to have a lot more on RFK, and it's time to start highlighting his far-left positions over the years. Indubitable. Hard to imagine many folks actually getting excited about RFK once they learn all that stuff. But again, the anti-establishment factor, that is real. So it's going to take some work, ladies and gentlemen. And let's say hello to Jim in Littleton. Jim, welcome aboard. Thanks for hanging a minute. Glad you're here. Hello. Yeah, Jim, welcome. Howdy. Hello, man. Listen, I just wanted to mention a couple things. I don't know if you heard about it in the news today or not today. Actually, this week it came out. I think it was published in Newsweek about uh, now the FBI has started a a, um, a section that now is monitoring MAGA. You heard about this. Yeah, yeah. Mentioned it briefly earlier and was hoping to get around to it. And thank you for bringing that up. But uh, what do you think of that, Jim? FBI targeting domestic terrorist MAGA people heading into 2024? Oh, man. Well, you know, and I'm not even a Republican, but I must be high on their list because I'm Catholic and I belong to the men's group, which we know now are being monitored by them. And now, you know, I had a Trump sign in my yard. So I guess I must be high on their list. Hmm. Um, you know, and I never thought of myself as a terrorist. So I guess my government now believes a white male who believes in the, the rule of law and believes in a, basically a border. We're considered terrorists by our government. Yeah, the same FBI that goes and raids Mar-a-Lago. 
and the no-knock early morning raids on people like Roger Stone and Manafort and others. Who's the actual terrorist? Could it be the FBI? What do you think, Jim? Well, I got to say this. I, I pretty much, I really don't understand how Trump could have appointed him. This is a Christopher Ray, and he is like, yeah, he's the worst thing that I can ever think. I think he hates. I don't know how did this guy get appointed by Trump? How did he appoint him? Exactly. Well, look who recommended Ray. I believe that was Mike Pence. And there's Trump taking the word of the rhino backstabber people around him. And Pence has proven himself as every bit as much of a backstabber as DeSantis and the rest of the rhino crowd. And they, you know, they're very good at camouflaging themselves and saying stuff in public. But then behind the scenes, they're doing something altogether otherwise. And yeah, it took a little while to realize that Ray is the bad news that he is. But um, I heard that A.G. Barr, another one. He got barred. I mean, I, I mean, how could Trump trust these backstabbing people? I, I just don't get it. Yeah, he had to. He had to have a learning curve on these deep state people who camouflage themselves in all these different ways and get recommended by some people around him that, like Pence and so forth, that, that you know that Trump trusted, right? So he he's definitely disabused of these things now. You know, after all the Mar-a-Lago well, raids and all the rest of it, mm-hmm. he knows what well, time it is you, now. If if Trump gets reelected and if he's what we the Republicans put out, I will vote for him. I would rather have DeSantis, but I will vote for him because I can only speak, think that our country will not survive another four years of Biden, um, Kamala Harris. Right. I, I just think that we will go down. We will be a socialist state. Um, I don't, you know, so we, we got, I got, I'll go with Trump, but um, I'm just fearful that the deep state, which took the 2020, will do the same thing for 2024. Right. Well, no matter who the candidate is, it doesn't matter if it's Trump or any other Republican. So, um, so that applies to the entire opposition party, but probably especially if you're anti deep state, but good points, Jim. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Boy, there we go, Billy Monroe and his bluegrass boys from down in dear old Kentucky. The little song called Four Walls. I saw that the other day and I realized I needed to bring that one in and play it in backbone country. And boy, who else Who else around here plays Bill Monroe, I ask you rhetorically? <laughs> we were talking earlier about how can't really sing the high notes anymore. Not that I ever really could, but I can't sing along with Beatles songs anymore. And now Bill Monroe, how many octaves did that guy's voice have? He could get way up there, way up there. What were you saying, Blake, during the break that Timothy Schmidt, he could no longer do that disco tune, I Can't Tell You Why, and so they had to dismiss him from the Eagles because he could no longer catch those notes? Is that how that happened? Take it to the limit. Take it to the limit, where they do that. He does that little falsetto. How does it go? Can you give it a try? Give it a try. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> Not going to try it personally. But I guess at some point, you know, you, you need the hormones to still get those. But Bill Monroe probably singing this song at age 60. He's just, he's just a genius, right? By the way, had a whole 
bunch of texts that it was not Pence that recommended Christopher Ray. It was Chris Christie who recommended Christopher Ray to Donald Trump to be the next FBI director <laughs> over uh, when they got rid of James Comey, another deep stater. Yeah, can you believe that? That was Chris Christie, the backstabber Brutus himself, Chris Christie, who is sub 1% in the polls. Again, nobody likes him. Boy, is that guy bad news. He's just embarrassing himself by being out there in public anywhere, existing Chris Christie merely existing embarrasses himself and the rest of the nation. I'm embarrassed that Chris Christie is out there being himself, doing his stuff out there. I just find it embarrassing. You know how sometimes you wake up and you feel embarrassed? And for several, Gosh, why do I feel embarrassed? To, you, oh, well, Chris Christie, he's like, he's running for the presidency. Anyway, boy, thanks for the alert folks that caught that one. And um, Pence had recommended a few other really nefarious deep state folks, and I can't recall at the top of my head who exactly they were. And by the way, never forget this one. You know who Mitch McConnell recommended <laughs> that Trump hire as the next FBI director after Comey? Yeah, our current AG. Can you even believe that? Merrick Garland? That's who Mitch McConnell wanted. And that's the point I wanted to make here is the insidiousness of the deep state. Far more insidious than than Trump had any idea, than even I had any idea. I mean, I knew, I mean, I've been talking about the deep state for well over 10 years before people knew what that was. Before that was a thing, I was all over it. But the insidiousness of it and how false and phony the public statements and the public persona of so many people actually is, and the layer upon layer upon layer upon layer of deep state power that you have unelected, embedded, barnacled out there in D.C. Boy, we had to learn a few things, and A.G. Barr is probably the pinnacle of that. And they're out there really showing their true colors now, right? A.G. Barr is acting like he's kind of scared. He's really worried. He's like advising the donors, hey, uh, give give the money to Haley now. Nikki Haley, maybe she can do it. Maybe she can beat Trump. Why does A.G. Barr act like he's so worried Trump might get elected again? Do you think A.G. Barr is like hiding things, got something to hide, doesn't want some things to ever see the light of day, and Trump gets back in there and, oh, gosh, look what A.G. Barr was doing. Hey, I found this document. What the heck is this, A.G. Barr? What do you-, you see what I'm saying? We had to learn. We had to learn. And uh, a few of them did sneak by me. I'm, I was surprised by A.G. Barr. At first I thought Ray maybe had a chance, right? But nope, all of them diabolical. Diabolical. And they're even more diabolical than you might think because they portray themselves and convey themselves as something that they are not. But they are among the worst people on the planet. There's a lot of them out there. And, you know, Mike Pence, how could you expect the vice president for Trump would turn on Trump so savagely and would have undermined him all the way along during his presidency? Now we know Pence is the guy that got rid of General Flynn, right? You see that? Man, is that deep state leveling there. And... Boy, you know, you have to grasp this stuff. You have to understand this stuff. And, yeah, 
they like to say, oh, Trump appointed these bad people. But I'll tell you what, you know, to get things through the Senate, you have to appoint the bad people. At least Trump did. He won't be doing that anymore next time around. And by the way, DeSantis, he's gone through how many campaign managers and how many people has he had to fire from his staff? He has appointed the worst people around him in his own campaign. In Trump's own campaign, he had the best people in his campaigns and still does. Like the best. But uh, DeSantis can't even get that right. So DeSantis would actually be worse. And he is a part of the deep state. And his whole point in running his his campaign is to try to benefit from all the deep state attacks and attempts to incarcerate Donald Trump. That's the whole raison d'etre for DeSantis's existence. Does that make sense? He's part and parcel of the whole scam, of the whole racket, as is Pence, as is Christie, as is the rest of the single-digit seven dwarves still out there running. Maybe not Ramaswamy all the way, but he's not that good, and he's actually kind of fizzling, by the way. But Nikki Haley, I mean, they're all America last, and it is amazing how Trump is dominating. By the way, Trump said this about DeSantis, called him a backstabber to MAGA. It's very, very sad, actually. He'll stab you in the back just like he stabbed MAGA in the back. But MAGA doesn't get stabbed too many times because MAGA's sort of, MAGA's tough, you know? Right. You know, you just, you don't end up getting stabbed too many times, do you? Because there is a learning curve with these people, right? And by the way, and I guess I haven't gotten around to the McCarthy thing yet, but Anybody want to call in and tell me they miss McCarthy, that they really wish McCarthy was still the speaker? I haven't seen any, like, normal GOP voter stand up and say that. But a lot of commentators are distraught about this. McCarthy's out. And why doesn't it bother me at all? I mean, why do I even appreciate it? I, I have not met any Republican voter that sits around thinking that they somehow connect with McCarthy, and McCarthy's the guy for the job, and... He's really helping us, and he's out there fighting, and he's standing up. And in my opinion, McCarthy was out there misreading the room, meaning he's doing the standard politician stuff, kind of slick, slick talk, always hustling, doing his deals. And, you know, the needle wasn't moving in any but the wrong direction. Wants to get more to Ukraine. Yeah, the spending, big spending. Yeah, let's just spend all the money, Ukraine, elsewhere, the big... Omnibus bills, right, you know. I just don't think he was any good, frankly. He was not the right man for the moment. He was. This was not his historic moment, and I would like to see Jordan be the guy. Now, Jordan, a lot of people say he's kind of all talk and doesn't actually back it all up, but, I mean, who else are we going to get? Who else out there? I wouldn't mind Gosar, the dentist. That guy is really cool, walks the walk, but apparently he wasn't running. Steve Scalise, no thanks to that guy. He's... Way too, way too not anti-establishment. Does that make sense? Not not anti-establishment or not anti-establishment. <laughs> anyway, we'll be right back. Hillary's re-education camps next. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.